I am not some maniac who needs to be high or loaded all the time. Once upon a time in Hollywood, movie stars were the very definition of grace under fire. If not before now, it's fair to say the definition has expired with the defamation trial currently playing out on the big screen in a Fairfax, Virginia courtroom between Johnny Depp and Amanda Heard. You will hear in the most graphic and horrifying terms about the violence that she suffered. You'll hear that straight from her. The public has always been titillated by peeks into the private lives of celebrities. The sad fact is that many people secretly enjoy seeing celebrities fall from great heights. I felt heat and I felt as if something were dripping down my hand, you know. And then I looked down and I was looking directly at my bones. Will the strategy of mutually assured destruction persuade the jury to declare both parties to be mutually abusive partners in a toxic marriage? Did something happen to you this morning? I don't think so. No, that's the thing. A reporter who was embedded in the courtroom for The Hill wrote last week. This trial operates on only one principle, as stated by the great Jack Sparrow. Take what you can. Give nothing back. In this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. It is Depp v. Heard. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you are already talking about with your family and your friends. We have conversations about current events and pop culture, music, specifically country music. Donna and I have combined 40 plus years in the country radio industry at the former Kicks 115 here in Atlanta, where we met decades ago. We also have conversations about uh, endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Oh, that's me. My name's Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. Um, okay, one fascinating fact about me is I played softball um, all through middle school, and my team was sponsored by Dairy Queen. And so we got free Dairy Queen. Let me ask you something. All season. All season. I was doing dinner tonight. For the family cooking dinner. And so I looked on Live 360 to see where you were because <laughs> you were coming from work. And I look and you're parked in the Dairy Queen parking lot on North Main Street in Alpharetta. This is 20 minutes before we sit down as a family and have dinner, a meal that I had labored over for about an hour. What, what were you doing at Dairy Queen okay. after, after work? Okay. I love this because you're now stalking me it's on not Live that. 360. It's not that at all. I was trying to back time my potatoes. But yet, you are not even on. You, Nor will you, I ever be. Okay, and I've, well, I've made no... Oh my gosh. about it. Okay, we've talked about this. I'm going to remove myself in the life through season. Go for it. I can why, why are we all able to be tracked, but you're not? That's not the point. The, the, the point is, I was trying to back time my small potatoes, my roasted small potatoes. And I look, and you're, you're in a parking lot somewhere. Yes. So what happened was, I had to send this sheet for work, and I forgot to send it. And then I was like, so I went in to look, and I was going to text it, but there's this 
thing going around. I mean, there's a thing in general where you're never supposed to text and drive, but there's a big thing going on where we live right now where people are getting pulled over left and right. They are? Just for getting, yes, just for touching their phones. I, I had no idea. Yes, it's an, initi- an initiative that they're doing and they should be doing it, right? Yes. Um, so I was like, but then I was like, so I have to take, send this, I have to send my numbers at the place I work every, you know, when I work. And if I forget to take a picture of the numbers and I don't have the, I don't have it to take. And then I was like, oh, shoot, did I take a picture of the numbers? And so it was the only place I could pull over. And then I was like, well, while I'm here, I think I'm going to get me a Mr. Misty. But I love the fact that you track me. I, I don't track you. I don't track you, though. Let me be very clear. I don't anyway, track you. Back to my softball team, we got free Dairy Queen. I know I'm not a- After to- every game? every game that we well first it started out because you know they're, they're dairy queens are owned like some of them are like franchised or whatever and so this one was owned by a family and their daughter played on the team and back then we wore these i know i'm not supposed to be talking this much about like my one thing but, go ahead. but it's just it just cracks me up so we wore these polyester uniforms i guess i'll let you post a picture into the letter this week i have like the biggest hair because it's like 80s hair and these shorts are so short that like I don't even know how I was bending and squatting to pick up balls and stuff. Maybe I wasn't. I don't know. I played first base. Who, who was your coach? I can't remember. I can't Man remember. Man or woman? Oh, men. Oh, the Lord, no. There was never a female coach back then. Um, but we would ride in the back of like his pickup truck. And if we won. In those shorts? Yeah. And if we won. Here's your answer. And he wouldn't put the tailgate down. Now I'm thinking about this. Oh, my God. He would not put the tailgate down. So we would have to lift our legs over. Of course. The side of the truck to yes. get out. Yes. That dirty old, old mule. mule. If we won. We automatically got Dairy Queen. So we didn't even care like how we won or what we had to do. Like we were the bad news bears. This girl's name was Paula. She played third base. She was getting her a deli bar after every game and onion rings. So she fought for it, literally. Oh my God. Onion rings and a deli bar. That's what she gets. She wouldn't she'd get like the full meal deal, but then she'd get an extra side of onion rings and a deli bar. Was that promised by the owners? You could get whatever you wanted. Get whatever you wanted. Yeah, but like the meal combo came with like a hamburger. Right, and a dilly bar. And a dilly Besides, bar. And she fries got a, or onion She got an extra onion An additional onion ring. And an extra dilly bar. But I mean, like, she would shove and push people down. And when we'd come into the dugout, she'd be like, we got to win. Because, I mean, she wanted that dilly bar. And I get it. Because as someone, as you know, who loves winners and loves to compete and everything. But, I mean, I was just like. And then we started this cheer. And we'd be like, do it for the dilly. Do it for the dilly. And I don't know. I think people didn't know what we were talking about. Back at the home office, here's your episode title. Seriously. And if you if you have never been to a Dairy Queen and you're listening to this podcast, get your ass in your car or in your truck and head that way. And I, I really recommend the Mr. Misty because it's kind of like a um, – I don't even know how to describe it. How would you describe it? It's like a um, – it's like a Slurpee, but the ice is very – almost like teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny microscopic pebble ice. And the minute you drink it, you just get the biggest headache because it's like a sugar cold rush at Do one you, time. You know, I saw a commercial today. McDonald's has a new uh, frozen Coke. Uh-uh. Listen. Okay. Are we going to go here? Well, we don't. Well, quickly. Quick. We're already no, We're not going in. quickly. Okay. They are, they're like, oh, there's three new flavors. There's, there's two of them are Fantas and yeah. one of them is a Coke. Uh-huh. So I pull in the other day. Wow, you make rounds, don't you? Oh, my God. After I drop Charlotte off. Because I, everyone knows this about me. This could also, this can be my Plinko today, my little okay. statement. All right, we'll okay. pass on. We'll take whatever you're going to do today to Thursday episode. Yes. So this Note is- that, please, someone. This is my Plinko. I love a Slurpee of any kind. So I'm like, okay, frozen Coke, because it just satisfies everything. You get the caffeine. It's frozen it's cold so they've been advertising this and advertising this and they even have banners on the outside of mcdonald's touting these frozen drinks but it said but what so i roll through on my way to pick it's up participating Charlotte. locations only 
Yep. So I roll through to pick up my, this one. This participating location had its banner up. So I roll through and this participating location, they are surly. And you know which one I'm talking about. It's right by her school. Yeah. Roswell. Yeah. Okay. 92. Trouble. I mean, trouble, 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 trouble. So I'm thinking, okay, I'll be nice. I'll get me one and I'll get her one. So I come up to the window. I'm all happy. I'm like, hello, how are you? And they have this thing now where they're like, do you want to use your points? Like, what points? Okay, but that, they do that because I don't know what they are, but every McDonald's does that. Here's why. Because otherwise, if you go to the window and you have points, whatever those are, they have to recalculate. They have to re-ring it. They have to zero it out. What are they, like, like, I don't know what they are, but just answer the question anytime. Okay, well, I'm like, no, I yeah, don't. right. That's all you have to say. But I'm still saying nice. I'm happy. I'm like, hey, 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 no, I don't want to use my points. How are you today? What would you like, ma'am? Because, you know, they're like all getting to the business because they don't even really want to be there. And I'm like, I would like to try one of your new um, Fanta frozen drinks, and I would like a frozen Coke also. Dead silence. I said, can you hear me? You know what she says? We don't have those today. Today. I said, today. I said, the banner is up. The ads are running, and you don't have them today. Why was today any different than? She said, we hadn't had rolled that out yet. I said, then you need to unroll your banner, unfurl it, take it off, and you need to get you a media calendar and find out what your corporate office is doing because they're promoting I'm, t- I'm doing all this through the speaker. I'm like, your corporate office is promoting it. They've got me all hyped up about the two new flavors. I come through. I purposefully did a looky-see to see if the banner was up, and it was. And then I think she's lying. I come into the little drive-thru, and they've got like a little card up there. A static. A static about the new three flavors. She's like, ma'am, I don't know what to tell you. Do you want something else? And I said, I want to, I want to die because I want to. I said, I, I want a manager. I want to lay eyes on her. Well, you know, there's a, there's a number in the, in the window. Oh, yeah. You know. But you, yeah, but you got to get through all the Ronald McDonald House stuff first to try to find it. You got to, I mean, they make it they, so small. They pitch the small. house? When they well, call? No, but I mean, like the the little the the number is like so small because they've got all these things about do you want to round up and all this stuff, and then very at the bottom they're like call JT Turner. It's oh, a franchisee. Yeah, so I roll up to the window, and I said, I want to know exactly what's going on with this frozen situation. And she looks at me, and she says, "This is what she says. Ready, yeah. ma'am? I don't have time to deal with you today. I've got seven people behind you. I said, I guarantee you, five of them want a frozen drink." I've had it hide. I'm tired of this. I am sick and tired of people advertising slushies and slurpees and not being able to provide. They don't deliver. Burger King did the same thing the other day. I just drive around looking for slurpee. I've got a slurpee story for you. I take my friend, our friend Debbie, to Broadway last Friday to see Jesus Christ. Who had a crush on you? Who fell in love with you? Jesus. Jesus did. Jesus fell in love with Donna. So She's on the second row. He keeps looking down her shirt. Hardly. Okay, so... That's not what I heard. After we leave, we're going home, and I am parched. And so we get up to near our house, and I say to Debbie Parker, my friend, our friend, let's go to racetrack. I want to get, what do you think I want to get? A Slurpee. A Slurpee. Do you know what she says to me, hon? I'm, I'm not going there. I've never been to a racetrack. So we go. Where she get her gas? I don't know. What's her number? I don't, I don't know. So we, 404, yeah, you know what it is. So I go up to the door of the racetrack to get this Slurpee. And I said to her, and we're dressed up because we've been to Broadway. I mean, we've got on like really nice clothes. And I said, let's go. And so I said, I'll buy you a Slurpee. We get Did to, she really say that she's never been to a racetrack? Yes. Okay. So we get to the door and, she, and the door's locked and they are closed. What time is this? After Broadway, uh, midnight? T- no, 10, 30, 11, because they don't have enough staffing. So yeah, yet. That's, ag- that's a problem everywhere. Oh my God. So yet again, I can't get my damn Slurpee. 
This is a whole lot of nothing, but I'm just, t- are you calling right I am. Now? Oh my God. Debbie, always Hi. Debbie, how are you? Hi. I'm, Listen, I'm good. Is good. everything all right? Everything's fantastic. Thank you for asking. Hey, we're in the studio. We're recording the podcast right now, and I have a question. Yes. Say hi to Donna. Hi, Debbie. Hi, hi, Donna. So, did, did was Jesus staring no, down Donna's top? Okay, we're not going there. At the Broadway show. Let's huh? talk no? about okay. the racetrack. Right. Where do you where do you get your gas? Not at racetrack. Quick, quick trip, but I don't go inside. I just go get gas. Why have you never been in? Why have you never been to a yeah. racetrack? I've been there to get gas maybe once or twice. My dad likes the coffee, so every now and then. But so I think I went in once with him, and he likes the coffee. But no, I'm not going to go eat or drink at those places. I'm sorry. This is not where – I would go to, like, Chick-fil-A if I wanted to drink, not racetrack. They have the best – they have an entire – Swirl world is what it's called. Seriously, I told her that. They have a yogurt swirl world. <laughs> yes. They have every Slurpee you can imagine. They, they have like 30 different fountain flavors. Who still drink Slurpee at our age, Donna? Okay, we've got to go. All right. Sorry to bother you. How's, ah. how, how's family? Everybody doing well? Everybody's good. Mom uh, what, turns 90 on oh, Thursday. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Mom. Now, Thank you. What, um, what did you think about Jesus Christ Superstar? It was so good, but wow, it was heavy. Yeah, it was heavy. But I mean, like, I thought about it later. Like, what would the last days of Jesus' life be like? Heavy. Oh, you know, heavy. Yeah. But that translated yeah. to to the production. Yes. Very when, good. when does it end? Oh, yeah. It's so, over. It's over? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Catch it next year. All right, Debbie, tell Sean I said hi. All right. Okay. Love have a great week. All right. Bye see bye. You bye. All right. This is Debbie Hellman, our neighbor and good friend. And you I went told, to high school with, with yes, Debbie. Yes, we did. I told you, you don't believe me sometimes. They have, she, she has never had, who has never had a roller girl item? We are giving away a six-pack of concert tickets. Details in the Saturday's issue of the letter, issue 109. On Tuesday, May 3rd, we celebrate the 250th episode of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast. And so this Saturday, we're going to ask you to reply to the letter. And in 50 words or less, tell us your most memorable story, anecdote, tale, testimony, life lesson, or lie that you can recall from any of the 250 episodes. And you can uh, score... A six-pack of tickets. The bundle includes two to Clay Walker, two to Scotty McCreary, and two to Josh Turner. All shows at Brightmore Healthcare Amphitheater in Fayetteville. That is the former Zach Brown Southern Ground Amphitheater. And look for details in the letter this Saturday. How do you subscribe? Cadillac Jack. How do I win? We'll tell you at the end of this episode. All right? It's very easy. Those are some amazing shows. What was once a seemingly Hollywood happily ever after has become the defamation duel of the decade. And while we expect that very few couples in the public eye can possess the kind of staying power portrayed in the movies, very few could have predicted Johnny Depp and Amanda Heard's story would go this sour. Yet with every passing day in court, it has become painfully clear that if any two people on earth should probably not have been married, let alone collide in this universe at all. It's Johnny Depp and Amanda Heard. Perhaps this is why so many people cannot look away. That is from an article in Jezebel Magazine titled Johnny Depp and Amanda Heard's defamation trial has become impossible to stomach. I'll also include the entire article in the Saturday's issue of the letters published uh, last Friday, the 22nd of April. Let's hear right now from attorneys 
for Amanda Hurd in opening arguments. First of all, the evidence will show that Amber did suffer domestic abuse at the hands of Johnny Depp. And it took many forms. Physical, sure, but also emotional, verbal, psychological abuse. But here's the thing. Amber did suffer sexual violence at the hands of Depp. You will hear in the most graphic and horrifying terms about the violence that she suffered. You'll hear that straight from her. Opening arguments began Tuesday, April 12th in Fairfax, Virginia. The trial is expected to last six weeks. Here's what's going on. Here's the background quickly. Johnny Depp sued his then-wife, Amanda Heard, in 2019 for $50 million over an op-ed piece that she wrote for the Washington Post alleging she was the victim of domestic abuse. Now, she never identified Johnny Depp in the piece that she wrote, but she did say this. She is, quote, a public figure representing domestic abuse. Now, Johnny Depp's lawyers say the article falsely implies she was physically and sexually abused by Johnny Depp when the actors were married. One of the first questions I had about this is, didn't we just, didn't we just live this? Didn't we just see this trial? Didn't this trial just play out in the past couple of years? Yes. Sort of yes. That was a trial in the fall of 2020 that was in London when Johnny Depp sued The Sun, which is a tabloid magazine in the States would be the equivalent of the National Enquirer. He filed suit against the newspaper and lost. UK's High Court Judge Andrew Nichol said this in his ruling. I have reached these conclusions having examined in detail the 14 incidents on which the defendants rely, as well as the overarching considerations which the claimant submitted I should take into account. So the judge uh, ruled in favor of the editor of The Sun, the tabloid in London. So it sort of played out. You are seeing and hearing a lot of the same stuff that was revealed in the UK trial, in the US trial that's taken place in Fairfax. Why Fairfax, Virginia? Another question I had. The trial's being held in Virginia due to its proximity to the Washington Post's newsroom because that is the newspaper that uh, you know started it all in 2019. That's the newspaper that she wrote the op-ed piece. She being a man I heard wrote the op- op-ed piece for. Younger me would have been totally into this. Now, I think that like post-COVID, the world is just in general sometimes so painful and dark just to live in your own life. And I don't mean that horrible, like, not, not like with abuse or anything like that, but just like, you know, we're all working so much harder. We're, we're worried about, I Making just, less. it no longer is it escapism for me. But it, you understand why people are consumed. T- totally. Why? It's got everything. It's got, it's got, it's salacious. It's got drugs. Oh, no, t- totally. And I'm, I am, don't get me wrong. It's I'm got, interested. Got celebrity. I'm interested in it. But at the end of the day, I think what I'm trying to say is I'm, I'm definitely interested in it. I'm not above it by any means, but I don't know. I don't have a clear front runner in this one. Um, I think both of them are just bats crazy. You know what I mean? And I think that, that she, he probably abused her. She abused him. Well, I think they pushed each other's buttons to the hundredth degree. Here's Johnny Depp from the stand talking uh, about just that. Miss Heard, in her frustration and in her rage and her anger, she would strike out. It could begin with a slap. It could begin with a, a shove. It could begin with, you know, throwing a TV remote at my head and, these day-to-day arguments were um, simply unnecessary. It was not to help the relationship. It did not help the relationship. It wasn't meant to help the relationship. It was meant to feed her need for 
conflict. She has a need for conflict. She has a need for violence. You know, but here's the thing you have to remember, too. When you are a judge sitting on one of these cases, this is one of the world's greatest actors. You know, once I think once he gets more comfortable in the deposition, it's almost like story. But this isn't a deposition. This is no, a I trial. know that, but a trial. It's like storytelling in a way and whatever. And I, again, I'm not saying he's right or she's right. I think they're both just a hot mess. The most fascinating thing that I find out of this is that they went to marriage counseling. Here's the thing about therapists and, and, and guardian ad litems. If you've ever been through a custody trial or custody dispute or divorce, those therapists that will testify in court do so at rates, hourly rates that are hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars an hour so that you simply can't afford them because they do not, most do not want to testify. Well, yeah, because it's kind of a client privilege. Well, there's a lot of that. And most of them have language in their agreements with, with clients that they will not testify in court. Now, if they're subpoenaed by a judge, do they have to? Yes. There are ethics rules and privacy laws, like you mentioned, that, that protect those who participate in any kind of therapy. And, and even if a licensed therapist or a licensed counselor or a guardian ad litem is subpoenaed by a judge, a therapist is very limited in what they are allowed to disclose, what they're allowed to say. Here's the therapist who was subpoenaed in this trial and what she had to say about Amanda Heard and Johnny Depp. He had been well-controlled, I think, for almost, I don't know, 20, 30 years. And uh, both were victims of abuse in their homes. But I thought he had been well-controlled for decades. And then with Ms. Heard, he was triggered and they engaged in what I saw as mutual abuse. I had a great marriage therapist when I got divorced before that said something to me when we sat down. And I thought this was kind of, at the time, I thought it was like so strange. But it's it, this is if you're going through this, um, I think it's actually really good advice. We sat down and before we even got started, before we filled out a form, before we gave an insurance card, before we heard about how much it was going to be, how often we should come, what homework we were going to have to do. The question was, do you want to stay in your marriage? And if you think about it, if you're genuinely just there to appease another person, the other person being your spouse, or if you're just there to check a box to say, we tried everything so that your family and your friends and your neighbors and your pastor and everything can say, did you really try everything? It's not going to work because, you know, marriage counseling, any kind of counseling, any kind of therapy, and if you're doing something with your, even with your children, if you're involved in it, it, there's a lot of the onus of the work is on you. I mean, you do have to do homework assignments. And, you know, some people who go to, like, I have a friend who was going to a marriage counselor and they were like, she was like, I made it clear on the front end. I'm not doing, I don't want to do date nights. I don't want to do, because there's some things that they want you to do. That if you're just not up for it, you're just, it's just not going to work. But that plays into maybe you not truly wanting to fix the marriage, Could right? be, yeah. But I think it's a very simple question, you know? And if, if the answer is that you just genuinely don't want to be in the marriage anymore, but you don't want to admit it, you don't want to do the work, you really don't give a crap what the about other— what happens. No, or about the other person. Crank your car and go home. Or how they're feeling. You know, a lot of therapy is, I'm sorry you feel that way, Herman. Tell, tell, tell Jimmy how you feel. Yes. Turn to Jimmy. And therapy is very important. I'm not mocking I, therapy. No, I endorse I, that. I, love, I, I love therapy. If you're not going to commit to it and you're just going to come in there and say what the counselor wants you to say to try to get good check marks beside your name, it ain't going to work. I think it's interesting that the counselor, the therapist said that on the front end because most, maybe not most, there are a lot in that business. And it's a business. Come on. 
It's a very profitable business that, that would, would, would just want you to your check. That's why I was so shocked about it later at the time. I didn't realize it, but I, you know, after going to, you know, we did a ton of therapy with um, your ex-wife and with Will and um, (sighs) a, a lot of that. And after going through it, I realized it that there are a lot of and not you know listen there again therapists are very important and not every therapist who who does therapy but not all are good either no but not all are or bad fair. Yeah. or not all no, are of bad of course but that's true with any anybody in any industry in any industry but it shouldn't take the counselor six weeks to tell you I don't think this is going to work right but they get for every every time you come they make three hundred bucks yeah you know, so but my point is as you're driving over there it's um you know, if you're going to put the input in one little piece of advice, you, what you got, what you, got? you always want to drive separate cars. We've talked yes, about this before. Yes, absolutely. Do. Don't, don't drive with your spouse. Even if you think you're going in and it's going to go yeah, great. It's, yeah. It's you gonna just don't fine. know what's going to happen. When you get in there. And even on week three have and four. Have you ever walked out of therapy before? Um, no, okay. you have not yeah. with me. No, but yeah. Oh no, not yeah. with me. Um, but like the other thing, because like you're thinking on week three, you're like, you were kind of in a good place. Do you want to ride together and it's grab lunch change. afterwards? It's going to change. No, 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 no. no. Because any small thing could change in there. And then you just you don't want to be in that car right on the way home. So just drive your own cars, and that gives you time to kind of decompress on the way home. Process everything. Process, yep. Follow-up questions that you want to ask yeah. you get home. Drive home. Mutter. You, don't, you don't have to mutter under your breath. You can, like, literally crank your car and go, that son of a bitch. Yeah. When you file something like Johnny Depp did in a court of law, there's a period. You have a window, say six months, to get whatever you want. In other words, you can say to the opposing side, we want every text message sent between this state and this state. We want every email. We want bank records. We want uh, whatever you got. And you can ask for anything. Doesn't mean you're going to get it, but you can ask for the moon. You're discovering things. In discovery, Amanda Heard's attorneys released, is a video, I have the audio of it here, from, from an instant in the kitchen of their home when they were together. And Johnny Depp had been on an all-night bender, I believe. I guess i got to be careful talking about this because we could then wind up in a, and I don't wanna, I a, do a suit not. against Johnny yes. Depp. No, I don't. And uh, here, is, uh, here is the audio of that. Uh, this is Amanda, you're going to hear Amanda Heard and also Johnny Depp. Is good. What happened? Nothing happened this morning. You know that? Were you in here? No. So then nothing happened to you this morning. Yeah, you're right. I just woke up, and you were so sweet and nice. We were not even fighting this morning. All I did was say sorry. Did something happen to you this morning? I don't think so. No, that's the thing. You want to see crazy? I'll give you crazy. Why not walk away from that? Why provoke him? Oh, you're crazy. Pouring a drink right there. Crazy. Have you drunk this whole thing this morning? Oh, you got this going. You got this going. All right, so we'll kill the clip there. Bye. Why, why Why not walk away from that? Well, I don't know. But he's angry. He is Well, angry. I think she's angry too, though. Draw continues on Court TV. About two weeks left. What do you think is going to be the end result here? $50 million dollars is what he's asking for. I mean, I think it's going to be hard. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's definitely something that went on, but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think there, uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Does he need $50 million? I think he's trying to make a point. But but to put your life out there this much and yeah, to expose but, but, it. Here's the thing, though. His life's already out there. It, his life got out there in, in, in London two years ago. Right, so he's trying to control the narrative. Right, but but his 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 the, the dirty details are already out there because that trial was covered just as, as, as highly as this one is in the States. You know, I think that, that before he, he, he went to trial in London, he had to ask himself. And I'm sure he was asked by his attorneys and, and, and his, his closest friends in his inner circle. 
you do realize that every detail, sordid, embarrassing, shameful, is going to be revealed. Are you okay with that? And he had to make a decision, and he said yes. So he's now in the States, and a lot of the information that we're hearing and seeing now is already you know revealed two years ago when the UK, the judge said, nope, not going to do it. Kenny Chesney hit the stage for the first time Saturday night. First time in nearly three years because of the pandemic. Um, Kenny only does huge arena tours anymore, and you just simply couldn't piece those things together for a lot of reasons. And we've talked you know, in the past two years about the music industry and about the changes and pivots, there's that word again, that had to take place. Well, opening for Kenny Chesney this year are Old Dominion. The connect, there's always a connection. The connection is they share the same admiration and love for one another, but they also share the same management company. And have for quite some time. Carly Pierce is also on this tour this year. Love that. It was hot. I'm telling you, she is like the hottest thing out there right now. Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Saturday night was the opening night for this, this, you know, the new tour, Kenny Chesney. Everybody gets to Tampa early. Thursday night, Old Dominion announces they're going to do a pop-up show. Don, explain what a pop-up show is. A pop-up show is just when they literally pop up somewhere and you don't know about it in advance. And sometimes they promote it on social media. Sometimes they promote it through their fan club. Sometimes they'll give it to a radio station just to say, hey, you know, this is where we're going to be. And it could be like in a park. It could be sometimes it's associated with a college campus or, you know, anywhere. People are just used to do them all the time. And then obviously, like we said, everything was dark for a while. But I think I think that's kind of a cool way to come back now. Crowbar in Tampa is where it was held. This is the reaction when this guy pops in to Old Dominion's pop-up show in Tampa, Florida last week. Kenny Chesney comes out, and he performs with Old Dominion. Uh, Save it for a rainy day. Here's a clip of them together. And I'll tell you the connection to this song with uh, Kenny and Old Dominion. Kenny's got, uh, like, a sombrero on and playing the guitar. The song was written by Matthew Ramsey, who is the lead singer of Old Dominion, for Kenny. And also Brad uh, Tercy, who plays guitar for Old D. So there's that. A lot of dates coming up for Kenny Chesney. He's playing Mercedes-Benz Stadium here in Atlanta. Now, um, after the sold-out concert in Tampa Saturday night, Kenny's jet left Tampa at 9 a.m. Eastern Sunday the next day. Are you you logging this on your flight, Decker? At Celebrity Jets on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. I love it. 33 minutes later, Kenny Chesney lands where? He left Tampa, and he flew to Key West. 176 gallons of gas at a cost of $1,097. Key West. And Kenny has not left. I bet he hadn't. He's down there on Dot Square watching the sunset. I wonder if he's at that bar, the nude bar where you sit there nude. Which one is that? In Key West, remember? I, I don't know. Like you go, yeah, I forgot what it's called. Everybody knows what it's called. Like the, I forget. But you walk by it during the day and there's just like people's rear ends sitting on. Are their balls hanging out uh, off the off the, the ball stool? The, 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 the ball stool. The, the, bar, yes. the bar stool? Yeah, but imagine how gross Well, that's is. the case anywhere you go. Like if you go to a nudist place, it's, it's not the people that you want to see. Cadillac Jack, my second night of the podcast brought to you by Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Uh, T-Mobile Experience America's largest and fastest 5G network. Awesome Alpharetta. Play a while, stay a while, and find your awesome. The Taste of Alpharetta returns on Thursday, May 12th. Second act brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Tough. Scoop your F-Series at Fayetteville Ford and scoop a lifetime powertrain warranty on new vehicles and those on the pre-owned Lot 2 at Fayetteville Ford, FayettevilleFordGA.com. When the boss books you for travel and you're staying at a Paramount property, you got to monitor your excitement at home. You can't act too thrilled about being on the road next week for business and traveling. But you're staying at a Paramount property. 
We get it. Comfortable, spacious guest rooms, free high-speed Wi-Fi, fitness centers with quality cardio equipment and free weights to keep you healthy on the road, a hot breakfast, and a business center to keep you productive on the road. At Paramount, we believe that you deserve more than just a place to stay. We want you to start every morning fresh, whether you're with us for a night, a few nights, or settling in for a few weeks. The Paramount portfolio includes the Hampton Inn at Georgia Tech, the Courtyard Carrollton, the Courtyard LaGrange, a new dual courtyard and residence inn by Marriott in Knoxville, a brand new element by Weston and Baton Rouge, and three properties in Noonan, Hampton Inn by Hilton, Town Place Suites by Marriott, and Home 2 Suites by Hilton. I'm Cadillac Jack, and when I stay at a Paramount property, I'm not a guest. I'm treated like family, and you will be too. You'll find everything you need to stay energized, active, and whole. Because time away from home shouldn't mean time away from life. You are never too old to dream. Brightmore Hospice partners with Second Wind Dreams to provide inspiring moments and dream experiences for not only patients at Brightmore Hospice, but for people in our community too. Enabling other older adults to awaken their dreams that when fulfilled, renew hope and champion further dreaming. We are changing the perception of aging through the fulfillment of dreams. As each dream is fulfilled, we witness a ripple effect as the impact spreads from the elder to everyone who helped make it a reality. Brightmore and Second Wind Dreams are able to fulfill these wishes because of generous believers like you. Those who also believe you are never too old to dream. You can help financially or in kind. Brightmorehospice.com Donna's add Joe Cocker to the Spotify Hypes on You know he always has the cockerettes up there too. Who's? The cockerettes. I did not know that there was such a thing. Yeah, and they're like they're doing that dancing where they're in sync. How old are they? Not that that matters because no, they're we, always we, because older. Older people should dream, as we know from the second one dreams. Well, but they're all they're like I mean that's the best thing. It's By like design, they're, it's they're, like the Turner. It's like the what are they called? The I can't. Teen, I don't know, but I, I tell you when I saw nets? when I saw um, Cool in the Gang, they had the same thing. Yeah, and I mean the older they are, the better it is. Because they're, they're like kind of cryogenically frozen and so they kind of have cool bodies, but they just do the dance moves and stuff. But yeah, they're the cockerettes and they get into it. Is there anybody better than Joe Cocker? I mean, oh, come yes, on. But... Let's hear that again. Um. Okay. All right. I got to give you the. Hear the, that the, snare? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. How do you know that? How do I know what a snare is? Is that a drum? Yeah. I mean, I dated musicians. I'm sure. Why this song? Did you hear it recently or what happened? No, I just like it. I did hear it somewhere, but it's, it's good. He's just good. You know, music like this is just freaking good. Old rock and roll. Yeah. Classic rock, not old. Classic rock and roll. What's well, kind of like bluesy rock. Yeah. Okay, right. what you got? Uh, Al Dean, Jason Al Dean just dropped part two of his double album, Making Georgia. Love it. It's available now. I think it's 14 songs. His 10th studio album. Uh, 20 new songs, rather. And some live takes, uh, like there, there are live songs that he tacked on the end from certain markets. Like Take a Little Ride is from the Vegas show some time ago. Uh, Blame It on You from uh, Manchester, Tennessee, which is Nashville, right? A burb of Nashville, I believe. Review Town from St. Louis. Annual Barstool was recorded in Knoxville. 
burning it down in St. Louis. But uh, the new stuff's very good. I'm impressed. I, I like this. I'm listening to it a lot on Spotify. So good. So I'm going to add a song from the new project. Uh, part two is Georgia. Part one released, I think it was September of last year. It's called Macon. A song called Stand By For It. Shit. Something about uh, Midnight and You or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. Here, here's a clip of it. So go ahead and set the final down. I hear the whiskey. I just call it Good night, Miss. What do you think? I love it. I love Jason Aldean. I'm having a little flashback. I don't know where you were. Actually, I do. You were on spring break with Will down in Florida. With the Camions. With the Camians, and I went. Um, Jason Aldean to, to Athens. Yeah, he played Georgia at the stadium. Um, it's been a while. The only artist ever played San Francisco. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, and I went with a couple of girls, a gaggle of girls, and we two things. We went backstage afterwards, after the show, not before the show, after the show, to see Jason and talk to him and everything. And they were all talking. It, it wasn't like a traditional meet and greet because a couple of people we were with. Worked with them or whatever. Well, Edie from Wrangler, right? Was yeah, we had Edie yeah. and Melanie and a couple people. So anyway, we were back there and you know they were all talking to him. And it was just like, it wasn't really a mean group. We were just hanging out talking to him. But Vince Dooley was supposed to be coming back after the show. And I kept thinking to myself, and, and so Jason was kept watching the door because he is such a Georgia Bulldog fan. He could have given a shit about talking to us. He just wanted to see... Vince Dooley. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like 1130 in Athens. He's been in bed since 10. I mean, he's not coming. And so I remember there was like all this chatter and like, you know, um, they're going to see if, you know, going to go get Vince and bring him on the golf cart. And I'm like, him and Barbara are down on Prince Avenue in their house and they have a beautiful house. They're sound asleep and they've got their light sleep mask on, you know, but I don't think anybody had the heart one to tell him, you know, that they weren't coming. And so we got all together to to head out and he was like i'll never forget he like went up to somebody and we were all he was like thanks for coming you know saying all this stuff and he was like talking to i guess his manager or whatever and he goes i don't think he's coming and i said he's not coming and he's you like, said that to him yeah because <laughs> he was talking to his manager he goes i don't think he's coming i said he's not coming we ended up in some bar well I, yeah tell down in athens and I'm just flashing back, like there were all these college kids there, and it was kind of like a clash of like older people who had come to Athens for the show, because we stayed at like the Georgia Center, and then like young people, and so I just remember like we were dancing, and like everybody was like, oh, get up on, everybody should get up on, like there were like risers and speakers, it's like crazy. Okay, well, did you get up on the ride? I think so, yeah, I do think so, yep, 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 yep. I was much younger. Donna, it wasn't but seven years ago. Whatever. Next episode, Cadillac Jack, my second act. You're going to talk about what now, kids and COVID and yeah, there's challenges. A, well, there's a great article in the New York Times, and everybody knows this is going on, but I don't know that we know to the degree that it is going on. And I think what we all say is we're very isolated in our own homes still. I will say this, even though we're out and about and life's moving on and I get all that. I think coming out of the pandemic, what we're experiencing with our kids feels very personal to us. And um, we're like, golly, is are, are anybody else's kids still feeling, you know, just the devastation from all that? And the answer is yes. And it's alarming. It is truly alarming when you look at some of these numbers. And um, 
as parents, I don't know that we know what to do about it because it's kind of like, it's kind of like adults in a way. It's like, okay, the pandemic's over. So they should be back to, to, you know, their normal lives and doing what they're doing. But you have to remember for two years, there was no marching band. There was no football, no, no prom. There was no prom. There was no baseball, socially distanced graduations. Yeah. So to expect these kids just to, when, when kids aren't great anyway at this type of stuff sometimes, but to expect kids just to jump back in and be able to just hit the play button from pause, I think is a huge expectation level. And the, the great thing in this article that it said is we as parents need to be still talking to our kids and acknowledging kind of what they went through. You know, because, and I was thinking about this for you and I. I was not talk about it right now. Well, no, I just kind of, no, I will, but I just want to kind of call myself out on this. It's like, I don't know that I ever said, and I thought about it after I read it, it kind of was a little heartbreaking. It was like, you know, did I ever sit down with the girls or even Will and say that, that was rough. I don't think we, I don't think we did the, the recap, but we, we during the, the pandemic and, and. When it was going on, I think we were very good about checking in and uh, how yes. you guys doing. I, I don't know that we had the, the post-COVID recap meeting. Yeah, and I don't think it has to be that much. I just think just to kind of say that, you know, to to remind them that there is no normal, but you don't want to stay in isolation. You know, because listen, as adults, if we didn't have to go to work, if we didn't have to do certain things. I mean, I will say like, don't you think kind of coming out of COVID a little bit, you say no more than yes, because you just kind of were got, you kind of got in a thing where you're like, you know, I didn't go out all the time and I kind of enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like, see, I didn't have to go to that wedding. Like there were so many things that you had excuses for that you didn't have to do. Let me ask you this. So that conversation is next episode. Yeah. Do, do, has the window for using COVID as an excuse expired? Has it gone now? All right. Because I'm going to expose an artist next episode. Oh God. Why? Okay. Well, this, this, listen, this is soft compared to the conversation we're going to have about him next episode. This is the easiest. This is the, 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 the easy lifting here. This is why I never wanted, could have, should have, and can't do like radio or anything because I do not want to expose anybody. I just don't. I, well, but, but I think that there, if, 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 if I see something like this, I think that it needs to be said. I think that it needs to be talked about. I look like that kitty cat whose eyes are really wide. I'm like, Mm-mm, well, Mm-mm. I, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it all for Thursday. I'll save it all for Thursday. But there's an artist that I discovered is using COVID as an mm. excuse for not doing meet and greets. Yet this artist will sell you a meet and greet for the same show uh-uh. online for like $125. Right. No, 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 no. Well, that's, that's nothing compared to the no, stuff I'm going to no, expose no, no, them about. No, 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 That's no, soft. No, that's that's no. the easy stuff right there. Okay, here's the deal. I unfortunately will not be on the next episode because I have COVID and I well, cannot. See, but yeah. that's expired. No, and this guy's a Republican. He's a Trumper. He's like the biggest Trumper in the world. And you're using COVID as an excuse to get out of meet and greet with your fans? All right. Next episode. And Jenna, listen, let me see this too, next episode. What is the first sign there's been a breakup? Somebody's broken up. The relationship's done. What's the first sign? When you see what oh, happening? They, they block each other. No, well, they're going over oh, that or and they remove all the person's oh, removed pictures. Removed all the pictures on their timeline. Well, and they also change their bio. Jenna Kramer single again. Remember, you were just so excited about the relationship that uh, you she had with that man that didn't wear a shirt. Ian Chanelli. And I knew you were going to say this, and I have a really interesting viewpoint on this next okay. episode. All right, that's okay. coming up. That is uh, all coming up next episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act the podcast. Saturday, May 21st, we head to Gainesville for the second annual Red, White, and Blue All-American Parking Lot Party Pre-Memorial Day event. 
without Lee Bryce, will be there. Cadillac Jack and Donna. Uh, Ask for Donna is going to be there. Marilyn's going to be there. The entire gallery crew that you hear us talk about. We're hearing from 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 people that were there last year. They had a great time. They're coming back. We're hearing from also new pot peeps that say, you know what? I'm going to come out. I don't know what to expect. And don't expect much, really. <laughs> you set the bar low. And then, then you'll, you'll walk yeah. away and be like, wow, that was you'll awesome. You'll be thrilled. Yeah. Thrilled. And frankly, we don't need Lee Bryce because, I mean, he's the least of our worries. We have so much going on. We have amazing, amazing pod peeps. We have great, great partners in gallery furniture. We have this unknown bounty that's going to be given away if you come dressed as either the Wolfman or Donna um, because we're doing a little dress-up look-alike contest, a looky-like contest. We have the Ninja Pig serving barbecue. We have karaoke. Do you, have you purchased the machine yet? Yeah, and is that the it. budget? Yeah, no, I've got it. I've got so one of those. You should borrow one from someone. No, I've got one, and it, it like came from um, party parties or us, and it has a little. I got it on like the um, the discount aisle. Uh-huh. It had it's a battery a, powered or yes, powered. and it has a oh, smoke wow. machine that goes around. I have and, a smoke machine too. Yeah, okay, in the garage. We're not talking about smoke machine and a ball that goes around like, like a, disco a disco ball. ball. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's noon to three. It needs like a 62 volt amp though. <laughs> yeah. It's noon to three. It's going to be daylight. That's okay. We're going to like fire that sucker up. All right. Live music from Jonathan Ingram. Jonathan Ingram's coming back. He's going to be uh, with us two weeks on the podcast. And uh, it's just going to be fun times. Fellowship. That's what it's all about. Fellowship. Hugging, reaching around, all okay, of it. Stop, stop, stop. Furniture for every room in your home at great prices. Find it on the showroom floor tomorrow, today. Uh, if you can get there this week, whenever, or May 21st when we're there, find it and take it home. I'll help you load I'll watch Donna and Donna loaded up on your Nissan Ultima. You're such a gentleman. Speaking of which, the story that I'm going to tell about this oh artist God. next okay, episode. Please. He didn't want to see anybody. He didn't want to say hello to anybody. He didn't want to speak to anybody. Two minutes before he's supposed to be on stage, if, if even that long, I see this car coming. Nobody has any idea. Like even the, the, the police officers are like, what the hell's going on? What's going on here? He's breached the gate. Someone has breached the gate in a white Nissan Ultima and he parks it on the stage. And gets out with his is guitar. Is it part of the act, though? No, it's not part of the act. He gets out of this knee. He leaves the engine running. Stop. And runs out on the stage and begins his show. But we'll load up your Nissan Ultima full of gallery furniture. Just subscribe to the letter. Get all the details there. Plus, get the uh, the article from Jezebel about uh, Johnny Depp and Amanda Heard the trial. Plus, what else do we promise for the letter? Just subscribe to the letter. Hit your inbox every Saturday morning at 910. Absolutely free. Text left on red. Red is the color. R-E-D. Left on red. No spaces. To the number 22828. We do not sell your information to a third party. We don't share it with anybody unless the right deal comes along, and then there's no guarantees. The letter, text left on red to the number 22828. Audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act from WQIK Tampa on Instagram, Jason Aldean and Broken Bow Records, Nashville, and also Court TV. Our thanks to executive producers, that's plural, Carl Appen and Hans Appen, production assistants from Steve Mitchell and Inco Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.